Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, please follow us on Apple Podcasts and keep our audience growing. If your iPhone recently upgraded to iOS 14.5, head to Apple Podcasts, search for Brown Ambition, and click on the plus button in the upper right-hand corner. Do that, and you'll be following our show. You can also follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, or the Amazon Music app. And Android users, we didn't forget about you. You can find us on Google Podcasts. Hey, 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 we're back, we're black, we're brown ambition. Hey, Mandra. Hi. <laughs> Good to see your lovely face. I was <laughs> just thinking, wouldn't it be awkward if we wore the same thing? I I definitely have that t-shirt. Uh, your special. Right. The one, what does it say? It's about the generational wealth, wealth for, me. for me. I can't. Yes, that's exactly what it says. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Right. My um my special, I mean, they're not for sale anymore, but you know, I did that like that special um drop with Mess in a Bottle, one of my favorite uh black girl entrepreneurs. Shout out to you, Khalil Wright, who's got that awesome. If you don't follow Mess in a Bottle on IG, you ought to. She's got really awesome t-shirts and things that have like really just like fun and moving messages. And it comes in this dope reusable bottle that I actually was just drinking drinking lemonade out of earlier today. <laughs> so yeah, she's it. awesome. Have well, you been? Ha, you know, it's my birthday week, so I'm feeling I'm feeling very Leo, and <laughs> I am leaning all the way into my Leoness this week. I've got my party all planned. I know Superman; he's having his little shindig. shindig well, he, we as had well. it this weekend, this past this week. His birthday, oh, you did? Because your birthday's when again? It's Friday, the sixth. Yeah, his birthday is tomorrow, the third. But yeah, we had our party. It was it went really well. It just was like such a good time. It was just a barbecue and all his family and friends came and and also his twin as well. And so it just was, it was everything. They were just like so grateful. They're like, Tiffany, that was so amazing. Thank you so much. I'm like, yeah. now we're all friends. Because, you know, planning a party can be like, I hate everybody. <laughs> but now we're all 90% friends. 90% of it. Now it's gone. Now you did it. You win. Yes. I'm really hard to please. I keep trying to let husband plan stuff, but- it's been almost 10 years now, and I just don't know <laughs> if I'm ever going to change. I just don't know. But listen, I don't know if you went through this. I'm kind of going through an awkward situation now because, uh, you know, I planned this party two months ago. I think I sent out invites and everything. And I've realized that um, some folks, a friend, a, a, you know, a good friend who I invited hasn't been vaccinated, mm-hmm. nor has her family. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of in this awkward situation now 
where I I decided I'm going to disinvite them just because, yeah, I know. I told you that I even, um, you know, it sounds so dramatic to say I let the dog walker go, but our neighbor kid, <laughs> he's a teenager, and he's been walking Molly for a long time. He just refuses to get vaccinated. His his parents have. He's just like, yeah, you know, like we're not going to get sick or whatever. It doesn't really hurt teenagers. Just like dumb kid, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, you know, I was just like, listen, we joke about it. I even offered him a hundred bucks my damn self before mm-hmm. the government, you know, said we should maybe do that as an incentive. I was like, I'll give you a hundred bucks, dude. Go get the vaccine. You can like, it's it's not even that far. You don't have to even have an appointment anymore, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he he didn't do it. So I was just like, listen, you know, I'll walk Molly until you get vaccinated. Deuces. So <clears throat> the thing is with this new Delta variant, and I've been... It seems like the news has gotten a little bit worse each day for the past month. And we're at the point now where even if you're vaccinated, I do not want to. First of all, let me just say all the science still shows vaccines are the way to go, y'all. Go get your sticks, okay? They will still prevent you from getting really ill. They can be Mm -hmm. extremely effective from getting other people sick, Mm -hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. They really, truly work. And the only the best vaccine you can get is the one that's available to you. You know, just get any one that you can get. Mm -hmm. However, some research has or, you know, they've they've been following these kind of breakout cases where people who are vaccinated are getting sick. And they found that like we used to think that when you got the vaccine, you know, you wouldn't have enough virus in you to be able to pass that on to other people. Mm -hmm. But they are seeing that people who have the vaccine can pass it on. Mm -hmm. And if it was just my if it was just my immediate family, uh, it's an outdoor fair, I think I would be okay with it. But we're inviting, you know, relatives, elderly relatives um, from my husband's side and people with kids who I just feel like as a responsible host, one of the things I should do is just make sure that everyone is as safe as possible. And God forbid, I'm one of those, you know, birthday parties who turns into like, you know, an event a, where a there's all these cases. Mm-hmm. Like, so <laughs> it's just really awkward. So my heart goes out to anybody who's in these awkward social situations again. Mm-hmm. It's just feeling a lot like 2020 up in here. Yes, of course. Like it was crazy because. I remember at first, you know, Superman did not want to get vaccinated. He's like, what if he turns into zombies? I'm like, shut <laughs> up. You know, I know what he meant. He just meant like, what if there's like some sort of like, and I'm like, well, then we'll be zombies together. Now he's like a vax snob. Like they didn't get vaccinated. I'm like, bruh, just not too long ago, I had to threaten you to get vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> no. I got the Pfizer. <laughs> no. Because they even the like- J and J. Like I invited my parents to like, you know, he invited my parents to their, um to his party and they were like, yeah, no, we're not coming out yet because my dad is 80 and mm. he's like, mm too soon and so and i can understand that now to see he has like a work his work pop his work father um that he's retired now his name is ron and ron is like in his 70s and he's come to every other party but he was like no like it's too Mm. like i'm vaccinated but it's too soon and i want to take the risk so no i totally i totally feel like it's it is worrisome i mean we're all you know vaccinated we're actually getting um uh supergirl vaccinated because she's 14 so okay mm -hmm. yeah okay i mean my friend has valid the thing is this is not a person who you would ever suspect to be hesitant but for you know she's done her research she's extremely smart she's very Mm -hmm. thoughtful she has teenage and young sons Mm -hmm. and one of her reasons and even though her teenagers are eligible like supergirl is now you know there's been some concern about the impact on young boys and all of this. So she's being very thoughtful. And I, at the end of the day, I, we did have a conversation and I and I did my level best to 
gently talk to her and like be understanding and, and empathetic. But I, I truly am really frustrated by anyone who's just not getting the vaccine. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm not the CDC. Obviously, we're just a couple of people living in this world. But we will post in the show notes a link to the latest research, the latest science that shows the vaccines work and a link for you to get an appointment in your area because we can't go back, y'all. We cannot. And the only way we're going to move forward to normalcy so I can have my dang birthday party <laughs> next year, too. Um I'm just, just not, not just about me, um, is if people get vaccinated and take it seriously. And if you're not going to get vaxxed and everybody, you know, even if you are vaccinated, wear a damn mask. Mask, mask it up. <clears throat> and this concludes your science, your science uh, moment for the day. <laughs> what else is going on? <laughs> we going to talk about Simone? Um, I don't know. I just feel like exhausted about like, you know, the, the bashing of black women. That's why I like, I'm not on social hardly. No, but I was going to ask you, have you ever been yeah. to like, kind of like these high level networking events that cost like a, like a, a bunch of money to go? Like there's one in particular that I'm considering that my business coach suggested. It's like four days. Um, it's in new Orleans, but it's like, it's, it's, and they don't, they like to say it's not networking. It's just connecting with people who, you know, who are entrepreneurs doing amazing things and, uh, it's a no pitch zone. So, you know, people are not pitching you to like sign up for this or buy this thing. Cause I've been to something like that before and that really, you know, did not sit well with me. And so it's not cheap. It's like $10,000. And, and so what happens? And so <laughs> I know it's really because the types of relationships that you get to build, that's the the premise, you know, are ones that will totally outweigh, you know, the cost of the $10,000, you know? Folks there, you know, have built $100 million businesses, are running, you know, like like some of the names I'm like, oh my gosh, I read that name in the news, you know? And um, what's supposed to set this one apart is especially that they're not, that they're really looking for like kind, integrity-filled entrepreneurs. Like you're not, you can't come there and be rude. They They make it a conscious effort that they ask the staff at the hotel they ask the, you know, your, your rider, like they, they decide whether or not to invite you back based upon how you treat, have you treated other people? They have like a four rung approach, which I like that, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, cause that's what really like interests me. Like, Hmm. I like the fact that kindness is, is high on the scale of like, no, no, no. You're not going to come here as a big shot and think that you're going to treat people poorly. If you do that, you won't be invited back. So I was like on the fence because my coach, you know, invited me. I got it interviewed and, you know, they accepted me. So I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. But now I'm like, maybe because honestly, the truth is I said, I want to start to expand my capacity for what's possible when it comes to growing professionally. And I never really was like, you know, like I never joined a sorority. I've never, you know what I mean? I'm not usually one for organized sports. <laughs> well, that's, that's not true. I play tennis, but that's different. But um, yeah, I just... I was just like, huh, should I? But then I said, Tiffany, this is what you asked for. That like, you know, you, you don't, you only know as much as you know. And, yeah. it, you know, and if you want to like expand like what's possible and expand like my capacity for like, oh, I didn't even think that was reasonable. Oh, someone else has done that. Remember, like I was telling you how I've got this business that I'm working on and, you know, and I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. And we mentioned that a, like a friend of ours has sold his business for like, I don't know. 30, $40 million. And I was like, oh, let me speak with him. Cause I forgot that because I know I might be thinking like, oh, it's so overwhelming. And it's like, you know, to talk to someone who's done it helps to kind of erase some of the mystery. So that's really like the point is that you really get to connect with good people, build relationships that might eventually turn into something more 
professionally or just even personally might just create some really great friendships, you know? Um, but in doing so, you start to just expose yourself to just a different level of professional achievement, you know? Yeah. And so like, yeah, like I said, I was on the fence about it, but I was just wondering if you've ever been to like whatever, like, you know, a version of like a the next level of networking as relates. So, cause I remember you said like you, you were part of like a journalist, like, right? Like thing. I was just about to say, um, this sounds like a wonderful opportunity. And it also sounds like you already know that you want to go and you're going to (laughs) go. Yeah, I was, I'm not going to lie. Part of me was like, is this, I asked him, I'm like, is it very bro culture? I said, I'm not interested in like. Do they let you see who's going to be there? But they probably don't want to entice people just based on names, right? Yes. Well, he showed me some people, but he was like, and my coach is, is an, he's an, uh, an, he's Asian. And he was like, Tiffany, I would not have invited you if it was like, hey, what's up? You know, I was like, yeah. mm, I'm not really interested. And he was just like, no, it's not that at all. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. So. No, I, I think it's great. And I think that as, you know, adults, it's harder and harder to have mm-hmm. those those constructed opportunities to meet, mix and mingle. Yeah. And this sounds wonderful. I mean, for me, I, I did do through my company. Well, not through my company. I applied and got into a special cohort of business journalists and people in the business journalism world. Mm-hmm. Even when I was, you know, technically not in traditional reporting anymore. It's when I was a senior director in content marketing. But that it was a it was a week long intensive all day. You're with it's like summer camp for mm. journalism uh senior director nerds or whatever. And it was so amazing. I mean, it cost a couple thousand dollars, which because I was um, you know, it was a management training. It was specifically about helping, you know, people who are maybe going from being a reporter to now managing teams as editor in chiefs and et cetera, kind of giving us the tools that we needed to bridge that gap in skills. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a couple thousand dollars and I I had that comped or covered by my company, which is a po- which is a possibility. But it sounds to me like Budget Nista Inc. would probably approve <laughs> this expense <laughs> for your professional <laughs> development health. Yeah. Yeah. What's 10K in the grand scheme of things? Yeah. No, you're right. I think it was less about the money and more and so it's about- New Orleans. Money. I know. I'm not going to lie. That was the kind of thing that made me say, either way, it's a good time. Hey, <laughs> it was more like, you know, our, was, that's our place. Remember, we met. I know. A <laughs> long Orleans. walks along. I know. Then we like <laughs> sat by the river. We were like, yes. And um, so, yeah, I I think it was less about the the cost. Honestly, I to your point, like, you know, I know the budget is to pay for it. It was just more, I don't think people realize how, as much as it seems like I'm extroverted, it sounds like that because I know Mandy and that's she's my friend. That like yeah. I'm actually more way more shy than people like recognize. That like if I'm in a space or a room where I don't know people, then I'm like mute, you know? And so I was just a little nervous about that because like I, I didn't know I guess I was just where I this is what I told Zion, my coach, like what like what's the expectation for like, you know, because I didn't want to have to perform basically, you know? I was just going to say, it's fucking exhausting to be an introverted black woman sometimes because you get into a room and people are like, oh, hey, like when you were like one of the few at the at the at the wedding or at the party, it's like, oh, hey, girl. Yeah, you're going to be on that dance for later, right? Yeah. Uh, And you're like, maybe I just don't want to dance or maybe I'm just quiet. You know, it's lonely out here for black women introverts. I think that's why you and I connected to start with because we're at this big conference and we're just like. You talk me. Okay, let's go. Escape, escape. <laughs> it's true. so I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's like one of the microaggressions that yes. we face is people just thinking we're going to be the life of the, of the party. party. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm just like. Yeah. I, 
So, but I'm gonna go because I'm gonna stretch beyond my, you know, stretch. my growth. Yep. And I'm just like, okay, because I, like I said, I spoke design today. And he was just like, it's not bro culture. It's okay to be shy. And, you know, because like, I don't want to be penalized. Like, she doesn't talk much. And you never know. If I feel really comfortable, I might, you know. But if I don't, if I just been feeling a little shy, I might not. I might just be doing a lot more, you know, listening. So, yeah, that was just yeah. like, I'm excited, though, because opportunities like that are starting to arise. And I, you know, really, I'm working on a lot more personal development, you know. And it feels good. That's one of the things I, I had my last call with Dr. Green, my, you know, my personal okay. coach. I was like, totally. And she's like, Tiffany, the thing you came for, which is so crazy. I came after we had our rich journey, Iman and Christina on. I was like, they seemed super connected to joy. I felt I, it was visceral. I was like, is that what happiness sounds like? Because I'm not as connected and I want to be. And I literally found her was like, I want that feeling that they were emoting. And I feel that now. And I am a little nervous about maintaining it. You know, that was like one of my, you know, worries. And she's like, you have the tools. You have the how, you have the why, you're ready. And I was just like, I just feel like, isn't like coaching and therapy supposed to last forever? She's like, no, you know, you, especially if you have a goal, it's possible to reach your goal. And I'm really mm -hmm. proud of you because you leaned in and she's like, the cap was the six weeks off because it really helped to, to take all the tools that we've been working on and you put them to work. And here we are. I was like, ah, yeah. I guess so. I know. <laughs> Even Amon and Christina aren't that joyful every single day, yes. I'm sure. Like you can have your down days. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the one thing I have learned from lots and lots of therapy, especially when it comes to anxiety, is just reminding yourself feelings are not forever. Yeah, Moments are not forever. Like two weekends ago when, uh, or was it last weekend? It's all a blur. When <laughs> Rio was, he had the worst, like, cold or RSV mm. or whatever it was. And it felt so much like the newborn phase. And I said, Oh, no, I think I have P I can't go back there. I think mm. I have PTSD. This is just feeling and I almost lost it. And then I just was like, it's like an internal monologue that my tool is, this is a moment in time, it will get better, it will get better, it will mm. get better. Um, so I, you know, I think, I think it's natural to be fearful of the other shoe dropping. Mm -hmm. I, I certainly am always kind of having to, you know, be aware that that's how I operate. Like, you know, things are going good now, but what happens when or yes. what happens when? But you know, you know that you've got the tools you need to bounce back. And that comes that applies to joy too. Mm -hmm. You know, As she said, she's like, you have the tools, Sydney, you'll be fine. I was like, okay. See you and next you week. Have number. <laughs> I do. And she's like, if you ever need to get back, I was like, I duly noted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this exciting thing happened. So I don't know. Have you ever heard of um, Jeff Walker and this book called Launch? No. So Launch. But you've been teaching me a lot about books lately. I don't know half the books you talk about, but <laughs> I'm just jealous of all <laughs> your reading. <laughs> <laughs> well, Launch Tell me all about Jeff. What do I need to know? So Jeff Walker, um, I started this um this like marketing strategy called uh, product launch theory or product launch strategy. Anyway, so he he did it for himself and he thought, well, other people must be doing this as well. And he quickly realized that nobody else was launching in this way. Launching meaning you have a product or service and you want to bring it to market. You want, you want to say like, think about it like rolling out a movie or um, like an album that's coming out. You know, they get you all excited and it comes out. And he was like, you know, people don't know how to launch their product or service. 
And so he created product launch uh, uh, theory or, or, or strategy, and then he wrote a book about it um, some years ago, and it did really well. It hit New York Times. It was number one on the New York Times bestsellers list, and and um, it sold a ton. It honestly, almost every um, digital marketer or online marketer that I know, they use his product launch strategy just because it just works so well. They use part, all, or whole. And so when I first I first learned about him, because Jabril, my business partner in um my my school, uh, the Literature Academy, told me, you know, when we're right before we were launching the academy, you should read this book and we should this is this is kind of like the template of how to launch. And I said, okay. So we launched, we used like his strategy to the T. In the first 30 minutes, I remember like I remember distinctly, I was still like in my old apartment with Jarrell in the halfway hood. Jabril actually came. <laughs> Jabril actually came in like he like he came in that day like six a.m. in the morning. We were like and we're sitting like the three of us are sitting in front of the computer. The numbers are going thirty thousand dollars in thirty minutes. Me and Jabril were like because Jabril had seen numbers like that before. But can you imagine? Yeah. Jabril was like, and I was like, I used to make thirty thousand. Don't marry me. I know. <laughs> You? It was crazy. Okay. <laughs> and so I just remember thinking it was amazing. So since then, I've used his, his his system over and over. So I was on Amazon maybe like a year or two ago. And Amazon reminded me, you never wrote a review for the book. So I went to write a review and I named it. I said, like, um, this book launched me into an eight-figure-a-year business. And then I explained how in the... You know, because I saw some people were like, this is a scam. It can't be true and other, whatever. And I was like, these are people who have not read the book. Is it a lot of work? Certainly. But it works. I, and I was like, and I don't know Jeff. And they were like, oh, I feel like he's trying to upsell you to his other other product, products. And honestly, I didn't feel that way when I read the book. And maybe he does mention that he has other stuff. And I said, I literally have never paid for anything else other than this $15 book. So, and it's changed, it changed the trajectory of my life. So anyway, I wrote that in the um, review. Jeff emails me six week, months later. I was like, oh, he was like, hi. Months. Jeff. Yes. After reading, I guess oh, wow. he must have saw the... And uh, you know the the review, and then and then my name on in, on on um a, uh, Amazon is the budgetista, so it wasn't that hard to find. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so he says, "Hey, like you know, Tiffany, thank you so much for your amazing review. I would love to like jump on a call with you because I'm right, I'm doing an updated version of launch, and I would love to include you and maybe as a case study." I was like, "What? Oh. Say less." Yeah. So, then, uh, so he said, you know, he said that, but then we were, we just kept missing each other. And almost like, I felt like a year went by. And then finally I was like, let me hit Jeff up again. And he was like, oh my gosh, Tiffany, dang, I already finished the book. And I was like, no, cause I wanted to be included. He was like, but we should still jump on a call. So we did. Well, you had a book baby that last year too. So okay. I, exactly. So I knew exactly <laughs> how much work, you know, and how inundated you could be. So we jumped on a call anyway. And he was just like, so amazed by, you know, the trajectory of the business, you know, from like me being a preschool teacher to like, you know, growing, creating the eight figure a year business. And he was just like, dang, I wish I could have included you because I think it's important for people to see, because you didn't come from the business world. So I think it's important for people to see like, you know, that it's possible to do this without any prior background. He said, but you know what? I would love to include your, your um, review, maybe like, you know, like in the book somewhere. And I was like, oh, fine. I'm thinking like a blurb of the review. So I was on Amazon the other day and Amazon again was like, hey, Tiffany, this launch book is out. I'm like, oh, Jeff's book. It just it just literally launched last week. And I said, OK. So as I'm scrolling up inside the like on his on the Amazon page where his book is, it's my picture in my 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 review. I was like, oh, he put it like on his author thing page or whatever. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I said, well, let me support and order the book. I ordered the book. It gets here. Girl, while I'm opening up 
the page right after the table of contents is my review and this huge picture of me. I was like, wait, what? He put me in the actual book. Girl, I was like, you made it. (laughs) It was just such a, you know, like a full circle moment of like, I just left the review because it really helped me. And like, I don't, I don't know how to describe like who Jeff Walker is to this, to this kind of online business community. He is like one of like, he is a thought leader and a guru. So to be like, to be in his book, it's like, I mean, he advises people like Michael Hyatt of like the Hyatt, you know, like, and so like, it's just like, what? I could not believe it. It's like Tiffany, the budget, Liche, um, author of Get Good With Money. I was like, thank you for the ad. <laughs> you know, I know. Yes. Talk about the free I, marketing, dude. I know. Like, honestly, I could not believe. I was like, I could not believe I was in the book. And the, when I tell you huge picture. It's like the whole page. I'm like, you would think like, well, did she write this book? Because <laughs> it's right at the beginning. So Wait, yeah. you got the, do you have the book there? We, we Can we see I it? I know. I know. I was thinking, it's in my bedroom upstairs. But but yeah, That's I was okay. just thinking like, it's just one of those things where it's just, you know, I was trying, telling Zion today that like, you know, if I, if there is a mantra or a motto that I'm wanting for life is that I just want a life well lived, you know? Like mm-hmm. the fullness of whatever that looks like and things like this, like, you know, that was know like I left a review because it was a good book and for it to turn into this and I feel like if you just let you know if you pour all the good things in things will start to unfold you know and it's just kindness like I said, yes just it, talking about kindness yes because kindness literally is the key I thought to myself it was unfair that they were leaving those nasty reviews because that wasn't true so I felt like because normally I probably just would have said great book but I was like you know what no I'm going to show, like, I really broke down, like, the three different, three or four different launches that I did and how they worked because I wanted people to know, like, no, that's not true. Someone's writing this because maybe they're angry because, you know, they haven't gotten through the book or they didn't do all the work. But you're right. Like, literally, that's all that was. And now look how it, like, unfolds. And so, yeah, life can just be such, like, this hard but amazing thing all at the same time. But I definitely was like, I can't believe I'm in Jeff Walker's book. Like, it doesn't, I don't have the words to describe, like, what that means. Oh, Tiffany, you're just like magic fairy dust personified <laughs> sometimes. Like, but no, I mean, those genuine little, those genuine moments of kindness, I think, propel or if you really get down to the root of the most successful, genuinely successful people that people still want to be around and have good lives. I think it's got to be kindness. I don't know if that's teachable or what, but I, I'm not surprised at all that I mean, from the from from the from the jump, you've always been, you know, very authentic and very kind. And I certainly I leave reviews for podcasts all the time because I I know what it's like uh-huh. to read reviews for your show and feel like they're a little unfair. Um, so I and I think it's just a good message just to tell people what impact they've had on you. You don't mm-hmm. know, you know, where they may be in their lives. They may they may need to hear it. And mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. Mm. I might need to go get that book now. <laughs> they don't need to hear. We don't want to hear about your IVF journey. Remember that? That was... <laughs> I wonder if that lady's like, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm she sorry. was having a bad day. Listen, she was having a bad day. But uh, that's why there's always going to be that negativity out there. But we need y'all to go leave us a review. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to bring it back to leaving us a review. Leave us a review. I really want to get to 2,000. I think we're only like 150 away. But... <clears throat> You can just right here, right now. We get millions of downloads, y'all. I know you're listening and I know you're on the smartphone right now. You can just click, rate, and review wherever (laughs) you're listening. It takes like two seconds, okay? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> All right. Well, congrats, Tiff. That's freaking Thank amazing you. and not surprising <laughs> based on what I know of you. <laughs> Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what. I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security. Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, hey, BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, well, now it's time for booster break for all our family. Mm, are you going to boost? Are you going to break? What you going to do? What you going to do? What you going what you going to do, Mandy? Mm-mm. What you going to do? What do you, you feel more do? self-conscious <laughs> singing now that we can see each other? <laughs> no. Actually, <laughs> to different. me, I feel exactly better cuz I'm like, "Oh, Mandy got the rhythm. Come on, Mandy." Yeah. I'm like, "It makes me want to dance." And I'm like, my, 
<laughs> I'm at my standing desk and I just can't like stop myself. Yes, I was gonna ask you. I'm like, are you standing? Because I was like, you look like you're standing. I am standing. Yes, okay. and I'm I'm just sitting at that desk for hours. I was writing an article this morning. It took me like two hours. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm stretching my legs. But Good. I am going to do a boost. I know you okay. said you don't want to talk about it, but it's my boost and you cannot take it away from me, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna boost Simone Biles. When okay. we recorded last week. Simone had, I think at that point, she had done not so great at like a preliminary event. Mm -hmm. And since then, there has been a lot of movements. And you guys probably know at this point, Simone, I think there's one event left, which she's supposed to compete in. And I don't even know when that is in Tokyo time versus USA time. But she has withdrawn from all these different events. And I I listened to, uh, there was a New York Times podcast just going over Simone's how she sort of got to this space. And I just thought, I thought what kept coming back to me was the, like, and I know that there's been, there has been some negativity around Simone, like, oh, she's done the unpatriotic thing. She's supposed to represent America. But what I've been listening to is Simone's story and things that Simone has said. And for me, what's really struck and struck in me, stricken me is when she said, you know, I wasn't sure if people would see me beyond what I've accomplished in gymnastics. But I'm realizing from this outpouring of support that I am more than being a gymnast. And Mm -hmm. that really struck me because I feel like for a lot of us, our self-worth is so tied up in the thing that we do. And this was very true for me. It's why I went batshit crazy when I was on maternity leave and I (laughs) I just didn't have a thing to do, you know, that job every day defining me. And I just found it really powerful. And I think we're we're seeing like a young woman really come into her worth and really come into her her own ownership of who she is and saying, you don't own me. You don't make choices for me. And by the way, I have given my blood, sweat, bones and tears to this sport for her entire life. And for her to be able to step away from it, it just, of course, she represented so much to our country and we love Simone. But at the end of the day, she is so much more than that. And I'm I'm really proud of what she's accomplished and 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 what she's doing by showing people that there is a way to prioritize yourself and it does not make you, you know, any less of a of a champion. Mm-hmm. So shouts out to her and let's not forget too that she survived molestation at mm-hmm. the hands of a gymnast, a coach, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, this huge industry American gymnasts, what is it, USA gymnasts, whatever they, they protected. Yes, they protect. They did not protect her, and yet they expected her to come out come and be Simone. Again, we talked about the loneliness of being a black woman who's dealing with, you know, who just isn't the version of sparkly black girl magic that everyone wants to see. Mm-hmm. They don't want to really see us struggle or whine or complain. They want to see us be joyful and all the amazing, beautiful, sparkly things that we are. But she has been through so freaking much. I mean, mm-hmm. plus a pandemic, plus, like I said, like performing with injuries and her body is tired. So I just I lift Simone up and I just say thank you to what she's done. I can't wait to see what she does in the future. And to anyone feeling like you are only defined by what you do day to day, you know, it's it's not easy to remember that. But I think Simone has reminded us that, you know, we have to because otherwise like when you lose that job or that thing that you do or you can't do it all of a sudden for something that's outside of your control, you still have to feel like your value, mm-hmm. you know, extends beyond that or else 
that's how you kind of just spiral, right? So mm-hmm. no, I'm glad. I hope you don't mind, Tiffany. No, no, I didn't mind. I just said like. Look, I'm just so tired. Of, like I just saw so many people. Well, not so many people, but like you know, people just coming after Simone. Like, oh, they were like it was a Carrie Shrug or one the young woman who like did her backflip on a broken foot. Remember, oh, it was like years and years and years ago. Yes. Yeah, they're like she collapsed she when she it. landed. I was like, oh, that's yeah. right. Let's encourage people to totally to to put them in a position that they may never have to may never be able to walk again, just so you could see them on TV. Like, what are we asking of people? You know what I mean? So yeah. I just was like, not that I want to hear about Simone's wins, obviously. It was just like, oh, it's just sometimes it's just so overwhelming or just so I'm over it. Speaking of I'm over it, I'm going to break. It's a little okay. lighthearted, but. Okay. So I'm sure you, have you ever heard of like, you know who Alonzo Ribeiro is? Carl Alonzo. Yes. Carlton Banks. Yes. So heard Carlton, of him. Carlton Banks. Oh no, what did he do? He has created a narrative where he, so he did an interview, I forget, with um, with whatever platform. I'm reading this from Yahoo News, so they picked it up. And he okay. said, I'm never going to be fully supported in the Black House. This is like, because he feels like um, that because of my, you know, my role, um, he's not, an, he says, in quotes, I'm not enough brother. And he said, especially because of my, um, I'm, so I, did you even know that Carlton Banks was married? In the show or in no, real no, life? No, no, in like real, in real life. Yeah, he, is he married to a white woman? That's yeah. Why I think he, and he said like, um, yeah. you know, kids, I, but not that that matters. So he was just like, um, yeah, like I, you know, I am, and I'm also not going to be upset, accepted in the, in the black community because I'm in a mixed relationship and I'm, you know, my wife is white, and I just was like, Carlton, what the hell are you talking about? I literally, he's like beloved. Like Manny has, have you ever heard? Because, you know, there are definitely certain black people that were like, ooh, child, like Terry Crews. Let's be real. We're all sick of his shit. Like, shit. Right? <laughs> Terry Crews. But honestly, I have never heard anyone say, you know who I dislike and hate? That damn Carlton Banks. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't come up. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we all love Fresh Prince. And the truth yeah. of the matter is, Carlton Banks is one. I didn't even know he was married. I mean, I guess I assumed he was married. I, and quite honestly, when I found out that his wife was white, I was like, yeah, that sounds right. You know, he seems like the type to be married to a white woman. Like, nothing in a bad way. Just because Carlton is like, you know, it's not unusual. Like, I'm not, I mean, there are some men that I you're was like, hoping oh. we'd get to that part. Yes. Like, you know, like, so. Yes. Well, he was some, a caricature. He's not his character. Yeah, but, but meaning, you know. like, he, all a lot of that rubs off on his, like, you know, how you perceive him to be in in his real life. So because of that, I'm not surprised by that. It wasn't, there's some men you're like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Maybe it's like, like, for example, Denzel. If Denzel's wife was white, I might be like, Denzel's wife is white? Oh, I would have never thought. If you say Carlton Banks' wife is white, you're like, duh. You know what I mean? So like, I just think like, I'm like, what is this fake narrative? So first of all, I just love black Twitter. They're like, what in the, what the hell are you talking about, Carlton? They're literally dragging him for nobody Nobody has cared, Carl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, literally, it's never come up. So many people didn't even know that his wife was white. And they were like, we don't care, Carlton. And we've never not supported you, you know? Because, honestly, we've loved Fresh Prince. Your beloved character on Fresh Prince. And I remember he, before that, I forget other things that he's been in. Like, I just don't... There are some people... stars. Yes. Or, like, um, like, you know, remember, like, like, um, Chrisette Michelle. Remember she, like, performed for um, the Trump inauguration, right? So like there oh, was yeah. a concerted effort to say we're mad at Chrisette Michelle. We you know, we knew that. 
And people are like, okay. But like, there's, I've never heard, you know what? You know one of the people we don't mess with? Carlton Banks, Alfonso, you're now welcome to the barbecue. So I'm just like, I can see that, you know, I don't know what it looks like day to day when he's walking out, you know, because I, I know that, you know, maybe he's saying like, because that when he's like out to restaurants or, or dinner or whatever, maybe you're getting looks because you're in a, in a, in a mixed relationship. But I feel like on a whole, like literally black Twitter was like, what is Carlton talking about? What is this made up narrative? Nobody dislikes you. It's, you, it's, hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I just don't even well, know. I just, yeah. So I just thought that that was like crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't ever want to discount someone's feelings. Like maybe he has felt Mm -hmm. like an outsider in those like if he's if he's tried to move in those circles you know but listen i think that there are so many versions of being black in america that yes. even black people amongst ourselves we sometimes can be othered by our own people i mean you're talking to a biracial woman right now and mm -hmm. i can tell you ah, i am i'm i had i've become very comfortable with who i am but there are plenty of times i have felt not something enough I mean, mm. that's just tale as old as time for anybody. Yeah. And you being, you know, Nigerian America, I'd be surprised if you said there was never a time where you didn't feel like black American enough or mm. to like misreferences or something like that. Like there's just all these different intersections of identity. And I mean, I I certainly feel like I would love him to come to any like any, he can come to my barbecue. He would be a hit at <laughs> any know. black barbecue. Can you like, imagine that's, you that's hosted a black like, barbecue Carlton. and Carlton showed up? Like that's what I was saying. Like I'm like, I feel like the black community loves Carlton. That's why I'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. And but but to your he point, just needs I, to uh, hang out day, more. <laughs> and also too, I think maybe maybe his day to day experiences like in real life, meaning like you know, like culturally on a whole, I don't know that that's the sentiment that like you know that. You know, like I said, like I, I literally, I remember when it came out, I was like, let me see what black people are talking about. They were like, what Carlton, we love you. You know, black Twitter is vicious. And they yeah. were like, what? Truth tellers. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> like we don't, we're not surprised by your white wife. Nobody cares, you know? And two, like you're a beloved character in this show that we literally, we all love Fresh Prince and, you know, and, yeah. but I'm not saying that like maybe what he's saying in Hollywood, like there's certain, you know, because he hasn't quite fit, like he, you know, the, the roles that would normally go to like maybe a black man haven't gone to him and then roles that would go to a white man, he wouldn't go to him too. So maybe I'm sure, obviously I'm not saying that what he's saying is not valid. I guess I'm just saying like to like brush it with a broad stroke. I'm like, I've literally never heard anyone yeah. say Carlton Banks, you know, Alfonso is canceled because we don't like him. That's what I was afraid you were going to say when you said that. <laughs> Have you heard of Alfonso? No, um, I was just like, well. <laughs> I need you to go to some therapy. Like the black Maybe community. Maybe he'll do a follow up and like offer more. Yeah. Um, more context. But Carl, I feel like, um, yeah. remember that, what was it? The Dave, um, remember Dave Chappelle when they had like their, and, um, they had the race Olympics where basically, remember you had to like choose like oh, the yeah. white, uh, it was the racial draft or something. <laughs> yes, the racial draft. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like nobody, nobody was giving away Carlton. We love you, Carlton. No. <laughs> 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 oh man Chappelle yes alright well that was a good one that's a thought provoking one I hope yes. you know I hope that he, he I hope they don't drag him too bad just no, enough they, they, for him honestly, to feel honestly I will say that like literally nobody was dragged he's they black like, enough to be dragged yes on black Twitter, so <laughs> and they weren't even dragging him as much as they were like what is he talking about we love you so yeah hopefully he'll see that and be like oh okay right to be loved by anyone do we get to pay Carlton. for the rights to this please don't, <laughs> don't cost us money 
Oh, and that's our show for today. That's our show. Don't <laughs> forget, we have a new special mini-sode BAQ&A on Fridays. So yes. I have gotten a couple of questions from y'all saying, where the questions at? They are hitting y'all on Friday in mm-hmm. a special mini episode. So mm-hmm. check us out. There's been a couple so far. Love the feedback. So that's where all the questions are. So we're going to say goodbye for now and see y'all in a couple mm-hmm. days. But don't forget, invite three friends to listen to BA Podcast. You know, send them the link directly because, yes. you know, people be lazy looking stuff up. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> send them the link directly. Don't forget to leave a review. Okay. Bye-bye. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.